that it take root in our hearts and blossom in our lives. Amen. Well, this is the day. All around the world, people are shouting in hundreds of languages, Alleluia, Christ is risen, the Lord is risen indeed, Alleluia. And if you and I could turn up the volume on our imaginations, we would hear 20 centuries of that acclamation being shouted. 20 centuries of Easter celebrations, 20 centuries of Easter sermons, 20 centuries of Easter hymns, 20 centuries of Easter proclamations, 20 centuries of global congregations stopping together to mark the pivotal event of Jesus Christ's resurrection from the dead. And if you and I could turn up the volume on history... We would be overcome by the racket of 20 centuries of proclamations. Our eardrums would explode. Our senses would be slain. Our minds would be mashed. But if we turn back the volume on the 20 centuries of celebration, and we go back to the very first Easter, the noise vanishes. And we are left listening to the sound of one solitary voice. They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Imagine a lush green garden, yellow flowers in bloom, a great gray stone, a black empty tomb. And here comes Mary Magdalene, disciple of Jesus, to mourn the death of her beloved teacher. But insult has been added to the injury of her grief when she discovers the state of the grave. Confident that robbers had grabbed and gone away with his body. Have you ever wept in a garden? The world was in bloom around you, but for you, there was no spring, there was no joy, there was only weeping. There was only, I do not know where they have laid me. There was only, I do not know whose I am. I do not know where I am going. I do not understand what I've done. I don't understand who I've become. Only, I do not know where they have laid him. Have you ever wept in a garden? The world was in bloom all around you. But for you there was no spring, there was no joy, there was only weeping. The poet activist James Wendell Johnson knew this weeping well, as evidenced by his poem, The glory of the day was in her face. The glory of the day was in her face. The beauty of the night was in her eyes. And all over her loveliness, the grace of morning blushing the early skies. 
and in her voice the calling of the dove, like music of a sweet, melodious heart, and in her smile the breaking light of love, and all the gentle virtues in her heart. And now, the glorious day, the beauteous night, the birds that signal to their mates at dawn, to my dull ears, to my tear-blinded sight, are all one with the dead, since she is gone. Mary Magdalene knew well that tear-blinded sight, which obscures even the light of day. Indeed, Mary Magdalene stood right in front of the resurrected Jesus, but she did not see him. It wasn't until she heard that singular voice calling her name, Mary, that her grief turned to joy, that her soul's winter blossomed spring. That her faith that was buried deep in the ground sprouted forth again. And the stone was rolled away from her grieving heart. Jesus wasn't dead. Jesus was alive. And therefore, she could be alive too. In a way more fantastic than even all the shining flowers of spring. She had hope. She had faith. She had new life. Or to say it better... Life had her in a new way. She had faith in the glorious God, revealed in the stone-smashing, death-defying, everlasting life-granting Son, Jesus Christ. And you can have that hope, that faith, that new life as well. You can leave here this morning with the stone rolled away from your heart and open to the glorious God. Who's not just in some distant heaven far away, but is right in front of your face. Even if all the weeping tears of the world try in all their might to hide that glorious God from you. Easter is sweeter than any chocolate bunny. Because the Easter celebration in the Christian faith is of sorrow turned to joy. Of tears of despair turned to tears of delight. This has been some heavy spiritual food. So just take a deep breath. Even though Easter is so rich and deep, we'll just back off just a little bit for a couple of jokes. The other day, someone came up to me and said, Father, the only reason I still participate in Easter. It's because my family keeps egging me on. Egging, uh, I thought that was going to crack you up, actually. And the same woman shared with me a joke from a parenting magazine. Let's see, here it is. This year, teach your kids the true meaning of Easter by trapping them in a stone tomb for three days. A temptation, I'm sure. But in all seriousness, have you ever sat by a tomb for three days? Have you ever wept in the garden? The world was in bloom all around you, but for you there was no spring, there was no joy, there was only weeping. 
And if you can answer that question, yes, then Easter is for you. If you can answer that question, yes, then Mary Magdalene is your sister. If you can answer that question, yes, then the glorious God who is revealed in the death-destroying, stone-smashing, everlasting life-granting Son, Jesus Christ, is your God and mine as well. And this means that your voice, too, can be added to that 20 centuries of heavenly racket to the eternal saving symphony of God's praise and to the deafening din of divine proclamation. But if you ever lose your way in the world or find yourself weeping in a garden, turn down the volume and listen to that one singular voice. There, like Mary, you will hear your salvation. Amen.